there's absolutely no question that the internet has totally revolutionised retail. Tesco really likes to blaze a trail. Uh, it, innovation is really important, creativity, uh, use of technology. Uh, and I think in Tesco there's this real can-do attitude in the company. Uh, and we're not afraid of being first to do something. So we were the first supermarket to do the internet. Uh, we still we remain to be the most profitable. And I think one of the reasons for that was that instead of going out and building a whole load of warehouses, we've, we used the infrastructure that we already had. So we looked at what we had and we thought, well, we've got these stores all over the UK. We'll use that for our online orders. We get around uh, half a million uh, grocery online orders every week. So that means that we get great UK coverage because we're um, using our existing store base. And, and that means that, that we're then able to get the largest market share. Online shoppers, we know that 62% of us in the UK are shopping online. Um, we know that from Tesco point of view, uh, one million households are buying about a billion items every year from us. Uh, and we know that those people also come into store, so they might shop online but uh, quite a lot of them also might pop into store when they're passing just to top up um, or the other way around. So what we're seeing now is the barcode technology that we've had in store for such a long time that people bleep through on, on the checkouts, we're seeing that being transferred to the customer. So now there is an app whereby um, on certain, certain mobile phones you can wander around the store and you can, or, or you're covered at home and literally scan the barcode and that will automatically add the product you want to, to your lists. One of the limitations, if you want to call it a limitation, of the, the symbol that's used at the point of sale is that it only identifies um, the product. There is no extra information in it. Now, in general, that's, that's a good thing. That's the way it should work because it's much more efficient to have the information in the database and look it up by reference to the number. But there are some occasions on which you need to have additional information. So, for example, sell-by dates might be useful to scan at the point of sale. Now, you can't look up a sell-by date uh, against the identification number because for the same identification number there'll be lots of different sell-by dates. Um, so it, you know, it might, be, uh, might be beneficial to be able to scan that, that, uh, that sell-by date so that you can, for example, prevent selling out a date stock, uh, so that you can um, perhaps offer discounts as an item is coming towards the end of its life. Um, and um, equally, you could put a serial number in, in addition to the, uh, to the number into the barcode. Um, uh, and that would, might be relevant, for example, in electronics for warranty management. So we are introducing a new symbol for point-of-sale use. Um, the first time that a new symbol has been introduced uh, since the start of the system for point-of-sale use. Um, it's called Data Bar, uh, and that does enable extra information to be encoded in a point-of-sale symbol. The key point about the symbol that was developed for the point of sale is that it's what we call omnidirectional. So you don't have to line the product up across the scanner. Um, clearly that's important for checkout efficiency. So you don't want to use building up while the checkout operator tries to find which angle to, put, to pull the symbol across. I think um, the internet has totally changed shopping. It's also changed people's habits of buying. Um, so if a retailer is looking to buy brands, for example, <clears throat> there's now online streaming from catwalk shows so that as the catwalk show is going on, a retailer can watch the online streaming and then they can buy immediately from a digital showroom. So there needn't be any time lag, you needn't buy through an agent. What is happening now and what's going to be more and more the case is 
Say you have a department store like uh, Gallery Lafayette who wants to buy London designers. <clears throat> they watch the catwalk shows online, they go into the digital sales room and they buy immediately, place their orders within hours of the catwalk show. So the internet in that sense is going to really speed up how fashion is uh, is presented globally. I think the benefits that the internet has brought to retailing is, is one, it's, it gives you an incredible um, response rate. You put a piece of promotional activity into the marketplace um, and you can find out instantly whether it's going to work, whether there's consumer demand. I think it means that uh, in, with a store like Curry's and PC World, uh, you can have a much greater range available on the internet. You don't have to have everything available in every store. You can order it on the internet and get it delivered um, within Curry's and PC World in the next day if you want to. So it's very immediate, which can be very useful for customers. And I think the way that we see customers using it is they use it Either you see customers coming into stores to research, to try out a 3D television, to try and look at the colour of a computer, whatever it may be, and then go home and buy it online if it's convenient. Or you find people doing it the other way. They do all of their research on the internet, but they come into the store because they want instant gratification. They want to walk out immediately with the products in the back of their car or in their handbag, whatever it might be, so they can enjoy it immediately. From a supply point of view as well, technology has really revolutionised things. For example, our best-selling product is bananas. Uh, and what we're looking at at the moment is a system whereby if, a, if a bananas haven't gone through the till um, for, say, a couple of minutes, um, then we, we might know that there is an issue and that the stock might not be out on the, on the floor, on the store floor. So, um, so we've got all sorts of different systems in place to make sure that the actual produce is there available for the customer. Um, and if the customer is unable to buy something so we're not seeing it through the tills, then we need to know, do something about it and get the stock in from, from the back. That's one example of technology. Another one is when the lorries are bringing things to the store. We've got a much, much more efficient system now. Because we're trying to reduce our carbon, we want to become zero carbon uh, business by 2050. Um, we're making sure that each journey that the lorries are never empty. So when they, when they go, that they're full. When they come back, they might be full of recycling or, or whatever it might be. But when they are on their way to a store, they literally cross a virtual line. And once the lorry crosses that line, then all of the products in uh, the lorry will be transferred onto the database so that the store can see um, what stock they have that they're about to have imminently. Whether it's the mechanics of distribution, the data capture, the e-post till or the e-commerce internet side of it. It's all about technology. Technology is stripping us all bare.